Ladies and gentlemen, we are back again. We've got our second episode of our Return to Disgrace. Um, as per usual, Shaky J here. I'm Tom and Treads. Holy shit, we got it right. Yeah, I know, I know. And we haven't even been practicing. Um, finally, maybe our mums will be proud of us. Um, Speak for yourself. I forgot to actually tell you, I actually bumped into your dad at the pub and he didn't even recognise me. Uh, Not that I've never really spoken to him that much. And I said, I wrote the speech at your son's wedding. And he's like, oh, please remind Tom that he's a cunt next time you talk to him. So, yeah, here's your reminder that you're a cunt. (laughs) That that sounds awfully – actually, yeah, that is my dad all over. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, this is the before it was called podcast. (laughs) How did you start the podcast this week? Well, I called Tom a cunt on behalf of his father. Um, <laughs> exactly. And, like, that's my family dynamic right there. It's very similar to mine. Like we, My parents and I insult each other something chronic. Um, yeah. Like, exactly. What was it? My dad recently said something about me wanting to, um, like if he was asking if I ever wanted to play golf with him. And I said, oh, no, thanks, Dad. Um, I don't really particularly want my hymen to grow back. <laughs> and yeah, just mum just absolutely lost her shit. She thought it was great. <laughs> oh, that's great. Mm. But yeah, so um, as we said at the end of last episode, this week we're talking about um season finales, not series finales that were good, like ones that we both enjoy that we thought, wow, they ended the series um really well. Um, we'll probably yeah. touch on some bad ones, like ones we found disappointing or lackluster. One- I've got one that everybody finds really disappointing, but I think is fucking brilliant. Well, how about we say, uh, well, how about we save it for after the theme music? Yeah, sounds okay. good to me. And let it roll. Why? And you thought I was gay? Hey, I just did a finger gun. I just did dad stuff. <laughs> And we're back, and that was the theme music. I'm sorry that it was uh, not as good as anything else that year on the radio because I don't like my own stuff. Yeah, Uh, you're also very self-critical. If it makes you feel better, I don't like you either. Exactly, exactly. Well, I I said my music, not me personally. Shit. Oh, damn, I let that slip. Oh, (laughs) Oops. No, but uh, yeah, as previously mentioned and uh, mentioned in last week's episode as well, we're going to be talking about season finales. Before we go with that, why do you have to clarify that last week was previously mentioned? Like you said when previously message mentioned and last week, well, last week was previous. Yeah, but you mentioned before the intro music. It's all and still previous. You were being redundant. You were being as redundant as saying ATM machine or PIN number or 3 a.m. in the morning. No, I wasn't because I said end last week. But it was already previous. You'd already said that. Anyway. (laughs) I'm just like being a pedantic arsehole. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I do. 
do have to talk about straight off the rank, the one that uh, everybody hates pretty much, but I love. Yeah. And the that's, Sopranos. The Sopranos finale. Like, so I've not watched The Sopranos all the way through. Um, every time I go to watch it, I get distracted by something else, but I do need to sit down and watch it. Um, but what I'm hearing more and more these days is people actually coming around to actually liking the fade to black. Was because it wasn't just the. It's always remembered for just the fade to black. And if people don't know, there are the but the whole last season of The Sopranos. Spoiler alert! It's a twenty or twenty year old show. If you haven't seen it by now, then too fucking bad. Mm. The spoiler alert. Anyway. Okay, you ready? Okay, here's spoilers. The whole last season is a fucking bloodbath. It yeah. is fucking insane. And the whole last episode is a bloodbath as well, but it's Tony Soprano wrapping everything up. And the fade to black is you see a bunch of nefarious people in this restaurant where he's eating dinner with his family, and Meadow, who's his daughter, walks in. And then it just fades straight to black for about 10 seconds. Then the credits start rolling. You don't hear anything. Uh, and you are left to think, did he survive or not? Did someone shoot him in the head while he was eating dinner or not? Because that that's what was happening throughout the end of the last season. But now that James Gandolfini, the actor that played Tony Soprano, has passed away in real life the writers of the spanos have pretty much said yeah he was shot in the head yeah um it's a shame that gandolfini died just a fantastic actor for one yeah um like but yeah just like as i said i have not watched the series um still need to get around to it um but yeah like that's what i heard is that it just kind of ended on a mystery and it made people feel really unfulfilled but that in yeah. itself is a strong thing because it leaves it, like, makes you think. Um, and it was going to be open for a movie. Yeah. But then Gandolfini died. So there, there is a Sopranos movie, but it's a prequel. Yeah. The Many Saints of Newark is the Sopranos movie. It's a prequel and it's fucking awesome. But, yeah. I... Yeah, it was, um, to me, it was fucking excellent. Like I said, it's only remembered for that final scene, but that whole episode, it goes for like an hour. It's just phenomenal right from the start. Um, well, like you're talking about a major bloodbath in a series finale. Um, that just makes me think of the finale, the, se- the season finale of, um, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Like, I really liked Sons of Anarchy. A lot of people did. Some of the seasons weren't as strong as others, but the finale I thought was really quite strong. Yeah, it got its criticisms. Mm. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, like, everything gets its criticism. People are criticizing Last of Us, and I think it's the best TV show ever. See, I haven't st- I haven't even started watching it. I've just, once again, it's got, it's like I'm just not a zombie person, and I know the zombies are like kind of like a, side sort of story in it but it's just like i just i rarely can get invested in anything with zombies in it yeah it's not like the walking dead like the walking dead is about 
the people surviving the zombies and the zombies are fucking everywhere. In The Last of Us, you see the clickers. Yeah. Sorry, interjection. You see the clickers maybe four of the nine episodes? And, yeah, it's more about the human interactions and stuff. Like, I'll give yeah. it a go because it is being so heavily praised. Um, and it's probably the best video game adaptation ever. And I'll, I will argue that point. Even more than Detective Pikachu? Yeah. It, even more than the Super Mario movie from the 90s. Ugh. <laughs> more so than The Witcher? Yeah. Okay. I've not played or watched The Witcher either, so yeah. Um, I I watched The Witcher. I really like the TV show. I'm going to hate it next season when... Henry Cavill is gone, and they're somehow going to explain Liam Hemsworth taking his role. Yeah. Um, though, did you see what one of the main things that um, Cavill's planning on doing after leaving The Witcher? I did, but I can't remember. He's making a Warhammer movie, like Warhammer 40,000. Oh, okay. So Space Marines Travis and Travis Fimmel like already made the one movie. That, wasn't that Warcraft? Oh, it was Warcraft. Yeah, Warhammer's the tabletop the game. Same. Warcraft's the video game. No, they aren't. Yes, they are. Warcraft is a table is a video game in fantasy. Warhammer forty thousand is futuristic with like pretty much xenomorphs and terminators. They're all ripping off Lord of the Rings. Most things do. Most things involving some form of scientific <laughs> fantasy or whatever is ripping off Lord of the Rings. I'm just trying to set you up. But I'm not arguing that one. <laughs> but yeah, so what would you call your like you've already mentioned Sons of Anarchy, but like mm. in the same vein that I said the Spinners is a great series finale, but most people don't. What would you say is your most uh underrated season finale? Series finale, not season finale. We've got to be specific. Series, series um, finale. Like, I'm just trying to think of, like, series that I've watched that weren't, like, cancelled partway through. Like, where they were actually able to do a proper close-off to a story rather than just end it suddenly. Because, like, um, like, for example, I thought that the series finale for Ash vs. Evil Dead was pretty good, even though it was semi-cut off halfway through. Just him being sucked into the future... Getting into the yeah, we wake up in the future with all the uh, the beard and everything. Yeah, and just ending it with a groovy. Just yeah, that was great. Like it was solid. Um, that was the actually the alternative ending for Army of the Dead. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Yeah, the third Evil Dead film. Yeah, which um. I'm a big fan of Evil Dead, and there's another movie coming soon, which... Yeah, I know, and I cannot fucking wait for it. I just hope it's... I'm, I'm generally excited. See, I haven't seen the remake that was done without Ash until he the was, very end. Yeah, I was going to say he was in it. He cameoed in the post-credits. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I am... And the new main character was called Ash, but it was a girl. Okay. Um, and I also did love um, Bruce Campbell's um, cameo appearance in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Oh, fucking Sam Raimi. 
Yeah, Love though, that, did you, so just to go on one of our many tangents, um, did you see the cast listing for um, the next um, Doctor Strange movie? No, not yet. I didn't think it had been released. Yeah, they did a cast listing, and um, I think it's Mephisto, so one of the Devil's main generals, so one of Dormammu's main generals, is being played by um, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Well, the man can act. He was actually originally going to, apparently, from what I've been reading, he was originally going to play um, Freddie Mercury, yeah. He wasn't only doing that. He wrote the original screenplay, and he was going to direct it and play it. And it was going to be called Queen for a Day instead of Birmingham Rhapsody. Yeah. And uh, it was actually going to be a much better film than an actual real story of Queen. Because those who don't know, Birmingham Rhapsody is full of shit. But, uh, yeah, it's not an accurate retelling. There is some no. like, truth in there, but it's not a proper biopic. not taking clip. a damn thing away from Rami Malek either. Rami oh, Malek played the fucking perfect Freddie Mercury ever. But the rest of them, the living members of Queen did not like his screenplay, so they did everything they could to get him fired, get a screenwriter and a director that will say yes to them. That makes sense. But then again, didn't they also have a lot of issues with the with Bohemian Rhapsody where they felt that they their story wasn't told enough? Yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, for example, in Bohemian Rhapsody, they put it that uh, Freddie turned around and begged the band to do Live Aid. He's full of shit. The band begged him to come back from his solo career, to do Live Aid with him. Hmm. The, be- the Queen were broken up at the- before Live Aid. Yeah. He was doing his solo career. He had a song with Michael fucking Jackson. Oh, yeah. Which- and, like, he was doing fine, but, like, they begged him to come back, and he ended up coming back after he was diagnosed. Yeah. And, yeah, he didn't and want then- to hold grudges anymore. And yeah, that was he, um, the true story. But come on, that's it's not like the redemption sort of thing, which they kind of went for more. Yeah, they made the band look like the fucking heroes of the story because they're still alive. Yeah, but yeah, um, movie accuracy aside, still amazing flick. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh yeah, I still saw it in the cinemas, and I still think Rami Malek. Deserved his Oscar. By the way, Brendan Fraser, fuck my boy, won the Oscar. I'm glad he's come back. Everyone loves Brendan Fraser. That's like I mean, like fucking George of the Jungle won the fucking Oscar. <laughs> hey, and just saying one thing: the first Mummy movie, so much of the main cast, so the male lead, the female lead, um, the villain, and then one, one of the male. Like the male assassin, old priest guy, not really old yeah. priest, but like the classic priest, the bookkeeper, or the no, not the bookkeeper, bad um, guys, the actual warrior of the magi. Oh, the the yeah yeah the one with yeah. the face tattoos. Yeah, tell you what, those four. So fuck, there's some sex appeal in that movie. Yeah, I mean yeah. Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weisz, and I can't remember his name. The guy who played Imhotep is pretty hot as well and then the head of the magi it's like yeah there's some absolute sex appeal there yeah though um See, funny thing that you might not know um you know benny the 
um, sniveling coward guy. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who he plays in something else. Um, just anyway, you say what you were going to say. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Mad Dry guy was from Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. yeah he was the male jiggler. But yeah. Um, just trying to find who I'm else he is. I'm trying to think uh, where Benny was from off the top of my head. So he's, he's in Van Helsing. He's in Van Helsing. Yeah. As um Eagle. Yeah. He's under heavy prosthetics. Oh, very much so. Uh, he's in G.I. Joe The Rise of Cobra as well. He is? Yeah, apparently. I'm just looking at his um Wikipedia page now to see if there's anything else I can really bring up that people know. The Mummy, as I said. Um G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. No, nothing else super jumping out. He's in been in some episodes of Law and Order, but then again, who hasn't? Nah. Um, I'm pretty sure I have been in episodes of Law and Order. Single episode of The Blacklist. Chicago PD a little bit. Nothing crazy, but yeah, just the main reason that comes to mind is my mum loves The Mummy and she loves Van Helsing. So it's like, oh, this character's in both and he's a sniveling, bully, coward sort of character. So it kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, so finales. Um, so yeah, as I was saying, like just some finale, like I like the finale of Ash versus Evil Dead. It left it open for more, but also gave it a pretty cool finale, a uh, cool ending. Yeah. Um, one I've really liked, like I thought was really well done, suited the show. And that was, um, the finale for Shameless. See, I haven't watched Shameless yet. Do you mean the British version or the American American. Yeah, which like, I haven't watched all of them. I've seen episodes here and there of each one, and I prefer the American one. Well, that's your saying. that's your sensibility most of the time. Like you prefer a lot of American comedy to the English versions and stuff like that. Yeah, I uh, I say this a lot to piss my wife and my mother in law off, but I prefer the American version of Kath and Kim to the Australian one. Yeah. See, I don't like Kath and Kim to the begin honest, with, so. The honest truth is I can't stand either of them. But just to piss them off, I tell them that I prefer the uh, it's like version. It's like preferring a solid shit to a sloppy shit. Like, yes, yeah. the solid shit's better, but it's still shit. Oh, sometimes the sloppy shit is pretty good. Uh, not when it's splattered your ass cheeks and you got to, like, pretty much chase the turd around trying to make sure you get every single slop off. No, but like sometimes it's a ghost shit, but it's loose. You just go. Yeah, but then it's not sloppy. It's like sloppy is wet. It gets it. Sloppy gets everywhere. You can have a wet shit that's a ghost shit, but a sloppy one is one that coats things. That's why I specifically use the term sloppy. True. Although sometimes I do love coating the bowl and then making the kids go in after. Uh you're taking advantage of your handicap, your handicap, handicap, and I approve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh goddamn! I'm pretty sure that's like considered child abuse, but like they find it funny. <laughs> well, Daddy, <laughs> you asshole! <laughs> no, it came from my asshole. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the finale for Shameless, like, um, do you mind if I spoil it? 
No, nah, go for it. So pretty much for those who have no, so spoiler alert, those who haven't seen Shameless. So William H. Macy plays pretty much a deadbeat dad who uses his kids to try and just scam and make money so he can just get his next drunk or high. Um, and yeah, he's an absolute deadbeat. And the kids have just tried to survive around him, usually through crime or small jobs and their own little scams. Um, anyway, so the way the series ends, so, um, William H. Macy's character has gotten COVID and his lungs are fucked from smoking anything he could in the day. And he actually dies from COVID. And, but as he's going out, he has this like little monologue that goes out to all of his children. And it's actually like really well done one. And like all the kids, I don't think they know the dad's dead yet but they're all just having a family party at the time. And it's them just enjoying being together as a family because they had to live and work together to survive this asshole father. And they're just there enjoying their time without him, not knowing that he's dead, but it's him just doing a bit of a bit of a tribute to all these kids. And it's done very much in his style. And I thought it was really well written, really fun and a really good send off sort of thing for the character. Um, but yes, seriously, watch Shameless, Tom. It's so good. Like it is so funny. Like some of the stuff that happens and the scams that Frank pulls. Like at one stage, um, Frank is asked for a sperm sample to impregnate his girlfriend at the time, but his sperm have just been shot. They're dead. So he bets his like I think sixteen year old son that he can't fill a cup in under a minute. <laughs> and he takes a sperm sample and gets his girlfriend pregnant with his son's sperm. <laughs> it's shameless. Uh, true. Uh, it's right like, there in the title. Uh, it really is shameless, like the stuff that happens. And it's the perfect title. And, yeah, um, seriously, watch it. Like, if you watch that, I'll watch The um, Sopranos. Yes. Like there's characters in it you'll hate. There's moments you'll get so annoyed with the characters, but then there's other parts where you'll just be so happy and you will just laugh your ass off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I've actually always wanted to watch it, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Mm, um, I think it's on Netflix. If not, it's on. I definitely know it's on Foxtel. It'll be on binge. I think everything's I on binge, isn't it? I don't have Foxtel, but I have Binge. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another, technically this has two finales mm-hmm. in my books anyway. Uh, this is going to piss a lot of people off. It might even lose some listeners, and I'm being deadly serious right now. I far prefer the American office over the British office. Yeah. There's a lot of people who do that. Um, that's a pretty common thing. Like, with caveats. With the caveats. first season of the British Office is better. There, okay. It only runs for two seasons, but the first season of the British Office is better. The American Office copies are almost word for word. They tried to do that when they made an American version of um, the IT Crowd. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it, it didn't. It, it didn't get past the pilot. I don't think. Like. Because Steve Carell needs to be Steve Carell. And then that's when the showrunners realized that. That's when uh, Ricky Gervais realized that. 
and he let Steve Carell be Steve Carell. Steve Carell is an amazing actor. Fun. I've got so much respect for him. Not just as a com- com- comic actor, but just yeah. as an actor in general. Actor in general. But uh, the two things, the actual series finale, which I think is perfect in the way they've wrapped up the six-season arc of The Office. Uh-huh. Or is it more than six? I can't remember. I might be confusing it. And Michael's final episode. Michael's final episode marked a – should have been the season finale right there. Series finale. No, yeah, series finale. Yeah. But it was a season finale, sorry. But yeah, it but should it have been the series finale right there because everything between that and the actual series finale weren't, was okay, but the series finale was great. But the Michael Scott's final episode – but for a comedy that had me belly laughing for the entire time, brought tears to my eyes. It was that fucking emotionally manipulative. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, that's what humor does well. Because if you start to love characters and you laugh at them, then you see it, and it does have that greater effect because it's brought out the two extremes in emotion of both sadness and happiness. Yeah, exactly. Um. Like a similar one, like it wasn't anywhere near as emotional and it's just talking about how it should have ended there. And um, that was the second last season of Scrubs. Yeah. It, it had, had a good ending. Perfect, it had not just a good ending, the perfect ending. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say the perfect ending. There's, but it was, a, it was a very solid ending. I think it was the perfect ending for that show. Actually, yes, that. That, that's what I was going to say. The perfect ending for Scrubs mm. had the perfect ending for it, and they fucked it up by introducing Dave Franco. Yeah, there's um, I haven't even actually watched the extra season of Scrubs. I say it's the extra season, I won't say it's the final season, but yeah, like, yeah, that's pretty much what it was just an extra season. Oh, shit. well, um. One season finale I just remembered that I think is probably one of the best of all time. It's gone very old school here. Um, goodbye, farewell, and amen, the finale for MASH. Holy shit. I forgot about that. I only just remembered that myself. I hadn't even thought about it when I was coming up with this idea for this um, topic to chat about. Because that was a two-player. Yes. My fucking God, it was good. It was the... emotional. There was funny parts. It was... Opening with Hawkeye in the insane asylum, but you don't know why he's there. Yeah, and then finally find that slow story and that slow reveal of the trauma the chicken, that caused him. It, she wouldn't shut the chicken up. She wouldn't shut the chicken up. And then you look, the Alan Alder just gets over his face. You're like, oh, fuck. It wasn't it's a chicken. Baby. Mm. Fucking spoilers, Tom. Uh, dude, it's a 40 year old <laughs> show. <laughs> Uh, and the yeah. entire thing's on Disney Plus. Yeah, well, like another hugely emotional part in it, how Winchester has all the um, Korean soldiers that were there, and they were all musicians, and he's trying to teach yeah. them how to play. But then they all had to leave for whatever reason, and they got killed. They were prisoners. They were North Korean prisoners. Yeah, and yet, and then they had to, and then they got killed, and you saw um, Winchester just like trash his record player, which was always a big thing of his 
like yeah. his big escape. And yeah, um, the farewell message written goodbye in the White Rocks to Hawkeye from BJ. Um, Colonel Potter writing Sophie for the last time. Yeah. Like so much emotional sort of stuff. Like, um, like even like the farewell between Hawkeye and Hot Lips where it's the big kiss. And it's like, yep, see you later. And then I just walk off. Like it yeah, was exactly. so well done. It was. I'd, I'm going to go on a limb and say that was probably the best scene finale of all time. I know for a fact it was the most watched. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, we compare it to some of the other most watches, what most watched, like Game of Thrones finale was a most watched one. Uh, the Friends was, finale. Yeah, um, yeah it failed. Oh, uh, it was... How, I Met Your, How I Met Your Mother finale. Oh, God, that was, yeah, don't get me started. It was like, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, still going to be with Robin. It's like... Dude, I don't get me wrong, I love How I Met Your Mother. I just rewatched it recently. But yeah, that was really quite disappointing. Um, I was really disappointed with the Oz finale. Really? Yeah. I like, thought it was kind of good. The way they just left the prison because of the gas leak. The um, anthrax the leak, yeah. He, I didn't mind. The way that he killed everyone for Beecher. Yeah, after killing himself to keep him in prison. Yeah, true. Like, it's... Like, I love Oz. It's one of my favorite series of all times, but... There's just, yeah, that finale I didn't think gave as much as it could have. And there were so many really good redemption arcs, they then turned to shit. Like, um, what's his name? Miguel Alvarez, who was, like, trying to get out and doing the right thing and then just found out that one of the jurors was just going to keep him in the entire time. And he just yeah, gave he up. It's like, it was just a really screwed up redemption arc. And, yeah, that really disappointed me. Yeah, for the most part, I, I I get what you mean, and the way that Beach returned to prison. Yeah, through Keller's manipulation, but Keller wanted him to be free, but then did that. It's like, like yeah, I didn't like the change they had to Keller's character and Alvarez's character. There's a yeah. lot of other characters. If you haven't watched Oz and you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, this is around the same time as The Sopranos. Um, yeah, The, it was the Sopranos and Oz were the first two. Mega shows. Yeah, it was the HBO era where they were really kings. And Oz is a prison drama. Um, very, very violent, very, very aggressive. Like, if you ever watched um, Orange is the New Black, this is Oz more is serious. Like Orange is the New Black on steroids, though. Math. Yeah, it is very, very, very good. Like, I think it is a really well-acted, well-written series. Um, yeah. Some really good actors. It's, Some you'll recognize from other things. But yeah, yeah, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons is in there as a neo-Nazi. So J.K. Simmons, a.k.a. J. Jonah Jameson. Um, yeah, as a neo-Nazi. He's also the yellow... He was originally the yellow M&M. But he's the J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, well, there's only three of them in movies and they're all the same actor. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, That's what I mean. Actor. He's Mon- the J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. And in that, he's a um, neo-Nazi. I'm trying to think who else. Um, B.D. Wong, a.k.a. Um, as we as usual, we end up at Jurassic Park. So, um, Doctor Henry Wu is in it as a priest. Yeah, um, and he's great. Trying to think who else. Pretty much, Law and Order as for you. Yeah, pretty much their Dexter. entire staff makes an appearance at some point or another, and you you watch as for you, and you're like, oh, they're in Oz, they're in Oz. It's great. 
but Law and Order SVU, Dexter, and what's the other show? There is another. It might be just plain Law and Order. Get the cast from all three of those shows and put them in one mega show, and that's Oz. Yeah. Um, that being said, speaking of Law and SVU, um, it happened a couple of weeks ago now, but um, rest in peace, Richard Belzer, the guy who played John oh. Munch. Was that SVU or that was SVU, and I think he was in some of the original Law and Orders as well. Because so oh, the yeah. character of John Munch is actually the most the character that's in the most different TV series. Like, yeah, he's actually got a record for it, and he's actually being body slammed by Hulk Hogan and sued him. Okay, yeah, Richard Belzer used to have his own talk show, and Hogan was on there. Um, oh, was that his talk show? Yeah. I did not even realize that. Was it a body slam or was it a um, sleeper hold? Sleeper hold. He yeah, sleeper hold. He fell and hit his head. Yeah. He claimed that he broke his neck. Yeah, but Hogan also claimed that Taker broke his neck when he didn't, but yeah. Yeah, and he also claimed that uh, he was going to be the basis of Metallica. 800 pounds, and he was almost the basis for Metallica. Fucking idiot. Uh, no, ego. It's all ego. Yeah, true. But he's a racist piece of shit, so who cares about him? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so what's another series ending that you thought was really good? Um, I didn't mind this series ending to... Uh, what's the show called? It's based in California. Uh, Californication? No. Fuck you. OC? And no, fuck you. <laughs> Just matching shows with shit endings. Uh, well, no, it's, I've not watched all of Californication and the OC. Well, it was teenage drama. Like, it was. Hey, mind you, the first two seasons of the OC were great. Uh, when were... it came out, I was a teenager, so that was great. So was I. And I it was like, even then, I was like, yeah, no. Then again, at that stage, I was watching. Mostly South Park and Drawn Together, so yeah. Silicon Valley. I've not watched any Silicon Valley, so I can't really make a comment. Sorry. It's pretty good. Like, it's done in a sitcom style Mm. for all the six seasons. And the final episode is done in a point-and-shoot documentary style. Okay. And it's uh, in the second, the penultimate episode, you see them great and successful and everything, and you hear nothing else about it. And because I watched it live when it took place about six years ago, and what happened was uh, there was two or three way break between the penultimate and the final episode. Mm. And the final episode came back as a uh, documentary style episode telling you the story and it was flash forward to about five or six years in the future after uh, the main company which was called Piper Piper had dissipated and yeah. yeah it was done a really cool way because it is a newer show I'm not going to give away more specifics than that like because it is a newer show yeah but yeah yeah it's really to be honest I spoiled um, Shameless pretty hard so <laughs> Yeah, when you said he died of COVID, I was like, dude, that's really new. I put a spoiler warning there. I said spoilers. I gave the heads up. 
<laughs> but yeah, I I didn't mind the season finale of that. Um, series finale of that, I should say. Thank you, uh, what did you think of the series finale for Brooklyn Nine Nine? Um, I'm just trying to remember, which can't be a good sign right there. Ah, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, it opened it up for future projects. Yeah, spoilers. Rosa becoming a PI, um, which showed change in a lot of the story. Um, Gina had already left by this stage, and then by yeah. the end of it, um, Jake becoming a stay-at-home dad because. Whilst he loves yeah. being a detective, he loves being a dad more, and he loves Amy more, and Amy's got more. Um, she's a captain now. Yeah, and she? she's working her way up. Yeah. And like then, and, like and then and, the fact that it ends with a Halloween heist moment and then ends, it yeah. was a really good ending. But it like left it open, and like we can do a Brooklyn Nine Nine movie or come back for a special. So that reminds me, just to flick back to one of the first ones we talked about, did you hear they're doing a um, Suns movie? Yes. There have been rumours of that for years, but they're actually uh, figuring out how to bring Charlie Hunnam back. Well, the actor's going to be back. That's been confirmed. Whether or not it's all going to be like flashbacks or something like that. Yeah. The... The main one I want them to do is a first nine movie. Like the um OGs of the uh, sons. The first the first nine, so Jack's dad, younger Clay, uh younger Opie's dad, everyone. They're Opie and Jack's little kids, all that stuff. Yeah, it it'd be really good because it shows that early sort of stage and the only issue, like the only issue I have with any sort of prequel, is that if you've watched the originals, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, like watching exactly. Obi Wan and seeing the big fight between both Vader and Obi Wan, it's like, like this is awesome, but I know the result. Yeah, mind you, it was still fucking those rocks. Oh, it was fucking amazing. Gun. I'm not, awesome. I'm not denying any part of how awesome it was, but there's no stakes. There's no tension because you know what's going to happen. Yeah, true. But at the same time, like you don't, yeah, we in the history of science, we only learnt the outcome of four of the first nine. So that is Clay, that is JT, that is uh, what's his name, uh, Piney. Yeah, that's the Irish fella in season three. Can't remember his name. But uh, and Clay put not him on Chibs, not Chibs. No, he was no, no he no, survived the season. Not Chibs. He wasn't first night. Oh, the Irish uh, guy like, who was over in Ireland who. Yeah, who Clay pushed off the roof. Yeah, yeah. And took his patch and burnt it, and then Clay himself was first nine. We know what happened to him. And JT was first nine. We know what happened to him. Those are the only four of the nine we actually know what happened to them. Yeah, so there's the other five. And the rumor was they kept alluding oh, to it. Wait a minute. The, um wasn't wasn't one of the original nine um the director and he he died in prison, or was he just another member? No, nah, he was just a number member. But okay. uh, a little thing about the president show, you know uh Lenny the Russian, the guy that had to hold his throat, hold his thumb over his throat to talk. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who that is? No. Or was he's dead now? 
But uh, that was the original national president of the American branch of the Hells Angels. Okay, yeah, I had actually heard that. I think I remember you telling me that previously, yeah. or I did read it, yeah. Sorry, and I didn't to who it was, sorry. He was who the show was based around. Well, he wanted to do the whole, like, getting away from the illegal sort of stuff and all that, or? In a way, yes. Okay. Uh, the Sons of Anarchy were based around the Hells Angels. Like, uh, Kurt Sutter, who was the creator of the show, spent, a, I think it was about a year, in the Oakland uh, branch of the Hells Angels, which is the original, the mother charter of the Hells Angels in America. But either way, so, uh, yeah, we only know about the outcomes of four of them. So you're going through so, the other five. Going through the other five, and it was looted. The war against the Mayans in the 80s and early 90s were where the other five lost their lives. How they did and when they did is what can be revealed in the movie. Mm. You got a storyline right there. And the Suns ended up still ultimately winning it. How they did can come about during the course of the movie. I think um, links to the IRA might have helped. Yeah, the gun hookup, all that stuff, would have helped. Hmm. Anyway, Tom, so let's try and come up with one more finale each that we rank really high. You go first because I need time to think. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I love the oh, – fuck. I've got two in my head. No, one because I love it. Go for both. One is community. Time. Community? You like the finale for Community? Just because I love Community and I want to see the movie. And yeah, the I, I love Community as well, but I don't know, like, it seems like Community kind of went like um, Lord of the Rings Return of the King where it had so many endings and then it kept going. Yeah, true. But that's just sentimentality. That's just me liking it because I love that show. Oh, it's but I think stuff. as far as, like... TV comedies, TV sitcoms, anything like that goes. You Drama. cannot go past, and uh, I think you'll agree with me, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh Prince was really solid. Like, I hadn't even thought of Fresh Prince. Um, yeah, absolutely. It was a really solid ending. It showed a lot of growth in, like, it showed a lot of growth. Um, when Gregory finally says Will rather than Master Will. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful sort of moment. Yeah, um, when he turns off lights and walks out of the building. Yeah, which is a very almost cliche sort of one, yeah, but it is but a it really was, solid one as well. It happened early enough so that it wasn't quite cliche when they did. Yeah, it. when it happened. Yeah, absolutely. No, like because really, a lot of people one. when they think of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air think about that scene with Will Smith crying because he actually tapped into his real emotions about his real father and about my well, why does he want me and all that stuff. Apparently all the stuff about him tapping into his real emotions isn't true. Really? Yeah, I was Either looking way, into it. was it. fucking brilliant. Oh, it was a brilliant moment. Um, yeah, apparently, so what I was seeing is like, and it's multiple interviews with Will Smith where he was saying like, just praising his dad, saying like, I wouldn't be the man I am now if it wasn't for his positive influence. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, We'd have to double check. So this isn't anything um, 
serious or confirmed. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's something that, like, I've seen two different angles for it. It's like, huh, that's um, – I'm not sure if that thing that became that very popular thing was actually true. Mm. So, yeah, and I could be wrong. I could have misread something. I'm happy to be proven wrong at any opportunity. Um, more learning yeah, is always better for me. But, yeah, that's – um. That's what I was reading because, yeah, because I'd seen that originally. I was like, oh, that's really sad. And then I saw stuff where he was talking about it. So I was like, wait a minute, this this doesn't seem to connect properly here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm open to learning new things just like you. And, mm. Like If I, I can be corrected, then I'm all down for that, if you know what I mean. But, yeah, I... But yeah, that that scene that we were just talking about always oh, overshadows the scene finale. But the scene finale was shaved kiss, perfect for that show in my yeah, view. Absolutely, I hundred percent agree with you. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of one final series to talk about. Um, Mork and Mindy. I have not watched much of it. And I'm a major Robin. I know what Mork and Mindy is, um, and I'm a big Robin Williams fan. But I've just not sat down and watched it because that style of sitcom doesn't really grab me as an entertainment sort of thing. Um, Fair enough. Like considering, like Happy Days is just a, a pretty much a teenage sitcom. Then Mork and Mindy was a um, fish out of water sitcom, and then what was the one Journey? Uh, Journey Loves Chachi was the other spin-off. Yeah, and uh, Laverne and Shelley. Yeah, like a lot of different... Were a spin-off as well. A lot of ones that were created there and um, all had their strengths but all were kind of the starters of a lot of things that became cliche ways of making movies. Um, i got to have a look at a list of the best series finales and see if there's anything that jumps out at me because I cannot think of one. The only one I can think of really is Clone Wars. But, yeah, it's um not one that many people know. It was like, yeah, it was okay. Actually, there we go. One I really liked, it was the finale for, um, what's it called? Um, Gotham. See, I, I, I watched the first season of Gotham and then I got bored and didn't watch anymore. You got it. Like the first season, they, they change up the formula after that. And second season's where it gets really good. Yeah. Honestly, I'd say to give it a go. Though, I'm surprised you didn't say Breaking Bad. Fuck me. I forgot Breaking Bad. How did I. Fuck. How did oh, I know. That's why I was surprised. Bad? So Breaking Bad is, you go, in you my go. view, in my view, Breaking Bad is the greatest TV show ever made. I, if I could wipe my memory of just one TV show and go back and watch it fresh, it would be Breaking Bad. Okay. Hands down. It is, I got into it around season three, season two or three. And from there, I just started binge watching it, and then I watched all of the seasons in a row, and then I uh, I couldn't wait for the new season to come out, 
And when the season finale walked around, I a series finale walked around, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking excellent. But when El Camino came out, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking excellent. Not fair enough. Um, okay, so I'm currently on IMDb, and I'm yeah. looking at um, the highest-ranked TV series finales. Let's see how many you agree with. Um, these are all – I think this is all um, fan-voted, so I'm whether or not – I'm going to give a yes or no. Yeah, so um, Better Call Saul was number one. Oh, yes. This is by one person, sorry, by Sam McClatchy is their name. Um, it was but good, yeah. but it wasn't as good as Breaking Bad's. The next one was um, Mr. Robot. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Third was Breaking Bad. Yes. Fourth was The Good Place. Mm, yeah. That's a good show. I wouldn't quite put his finale up there with those, but yeah, it's good. Number five was Sopranos. Yes. Number six was Dark. I don't know Dark. I don't know Dark, but okay. Uh, number seven was Avatar: The Last Airbenders. Airbender. Really? Yeah. Um, I, it was solid, but I don't know if it was up there with those. I'm not an anime fan, so it doesn't really grab me that much. Um, then number eight for them was The Americans. Yeah. Like well, yeah, it was solid. Wouldn't put it with Dark though. <laughs> you don't even know what Dark is. Exactly. Um, number nine was Friends. Really? That surprise, yeah. Uh, number 10 was Scrubs, the original ending, like my oh, finale yeah. part two. Yeah. Um, they put the Clone Wars finale there at number 11. I would trust you on that. Uh, number 12 was Angel's finale, which I rate. It was fantastic. I thought it was pretty yeah, solid. It was quite good, actually. It could have been done better because it kind of left things too open-ended for my liking for a finale, but still solid. Uh, number yeah. 13 was Supernatural. Is that ended? Yeah, it ended 2020. Shit, did Dean die? I don't know. I haven't watched it. I stopped watching it after a while. Uh, number 14 yeah. is Justified, which I haven't seen the finale for that. But it I haven't be seen it either. I've seen three quarters of the episodes. I haven't watched the last two seasons. Yeah, I've got to still watch the last season. But, um, yeah, um, what's his name? Um, Walton Goggins. Amazing, actually. The guy who plays Boyd. Yeah. And plays the transgender prostitute in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Uh, Venus. But, yeah. Um, that's another show I left out. The Shield. Oh, it's on here. I saw that. So then it's Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Parks and Recreation. Yes. Then Gravity Falls. Haven't seen it. Uh, Bojack. Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Yes. Then Sons of Anarchy. Bojack Horseman will just rip your fucking heart out. And I tried watching it and it, I couldn't watch it. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get into, but the final episode would just crush you. Okay. If you've got any kind of suicidal tendencies, don't watch Bojack Horseman. <laughs> it will emotionally wreck you. Fair enough, I think. Um, number 19 was Sons. Yeah. 20 was Ashes to Ashes. Don't know. 21 was Buffy. Yeah. 22 was Community. Yeah. 23 was The Shield. 
I'll put Shield way above those ones, but mm. yeah. 24 was the 2013 finale for Futurama. So season seven, episode 26. Is that the one where they're in the future and they're old? I, I'm not sure. I think it might be, um, considering Futurama's coming back soon. But yeah. And um, then yeah. the Deadwood movie was number 25. Movie? Yeah, there's a, didn't like, you know that, I, I know there's a movie of it, but like. Because it was the finale. The Dev- there was a series, and then the Deadwood movie was like the finale for that show. I suppose like how it was Serenity made for was the TV. finale for. Um, Serenity is the finale for. Um, Firefly. But I suppose the Deadwood movie was made for TV, so it's kind of an yeah. extended episode. Yeah, then just going through, there's a couple of other movies, like oh, TV shows they put on here. The Wire's on here. Um, the Wire had a really solid. Yeah. The Wire was the other one of the Spanos and Oz that was HBO's big introduction into yeah. TV. Um, a couple others we said here, like um, I've just gone past um Gotham. Um, Glee's on here. English Office. American Office was up there further. Once Upon a Time. But this is going in like the 70s and 80s and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. A lot of the ones we said were on here. Like, though, did, wait, did they even put MASH on here? I don't know if I said goodbye, farewell, and amen. Because if it's no, not on I here. Hear you say it. It's not in the top 20. Yeah, okay, they oh, have fuck. no say. They, it tastes as awful. Exactly. But I'm pretty sure Seinfeld had the highest viewed fun episode of all time. And before then, they took that, that uh, mantle off match. But Seinfeld's fun episode was trash. Yeah, it was just... The whole, in my view, the whole show was, but... I See, really I don't, don't mind like it. it. I don't mind it, but it's not something I can watch a lot of. Yeah. Like it's just not enough to keep go keep going with. Like I just yeah I can't watch more than a couple of episodes at a time. Yeah. Like it was I, a good uh, creation, and I understand why people like it, and I appreciate it. But it's just like meh. Jerry's voice gets on my nerves. Yeah, I don't blame you on that one. <laughs> Gonna say that sounded more like the um the sound that um Tim Allen makes at the ending of the um home improvement theme. No, that was a mixed train of goat being fucked by a very large bull who's also being fucked by a larger rhino, and that's Jerry Seinfeld's voice. And wait, and that rhino's getting fucked by Taya. Yeah. Thing <laughs> the biggest dick on earth. Um Yeah, so um one that oh what I just saw one that just caught my eye. What was it? Um, ah, no, can't remember. It'll come to me later. Um, oh, one that actually surprised me, for considering the show that it was based around. So you remember the animatronic kids-style sitcom called Dinosaurs? Yeah. Have you seen the finale for that? No. Oh, yeah, probably, but... It was a while ago, so pretty much it's something's happened and Ice Age is coming across and it's just all of them dying. 
Oh shit! I'll send you through a video. Um, you remember when I saw? So, um, for those who don't know, I love watching um the Angry Video Game Nerd. Um, James Rolfe, amazing YouTuber, great movie reviewer. Kind of inspired me to start doing this in the podcast sort of stuff. Um, and I showed Tom one of his videos where it was wrestling video games. He does a review of that series, and I'll send it through to you. Um, and yeah, it's yeah, it's really interesting. So yeah, I think you'll I think you'll be a bit interested in watching. So I'll send that through to you after this. Yeah, sounds good. Mm. So I'm looking yeah. forward to it. That's our list. Um, hoping everyone out there enjoyed listening to us talk. Have you got some series? Uh, se- uh, series. <laughs> you, you're Too right. Many first that wasn't the usual one. Any series finales that you think you'd put on this list? Um, ones that we missed out, ones you disagree with, ones that you think are like, yeah, these guys know what we're talking about, or no, nah, we're just talking shit. The finale to Game of Thrones was the greatest ever. And yeah, then we'll just completely discredit anything else you say after that. Um, the entire final season of Game of Thrones was awesome. Anything after Glenn died in The Walking Dead was just awesome. Either way, you're wrong. <laughs> hey, I will say some parts of the final season of Game of Thrones I do like. Mainly anything that had Tormon Giant's Bane in it. With the giant dick or giant boobs shown. No, no, Tormon Giant's crap. Tormon Giantsman, the one that was um, the wildling that was in love with Brienne of Tarth. I know, I know. He was he was great. And then um, Clegane yeah, role, right. like Clegane versus Clegane was awesome. The rest true, of the- but like you spent the entire entirety of the eight seasons building to the White Walkers, and it was very White Walkers finally getting there, and then they did nothing when they got there. I know, I know. We've had this discussion in a previous episode, my friend. Uh, anyway, let's ride off before we get they, off that. Pedro Pascal was in it, and they did nothing with him. The, yeah, but his se- that wasn't even the final him. season. That was even the final season, and it, he was awesome in that part. He was. Pedro Pascal was awesome in everything. Watch The Last of Us. I'll actually tell you right now, I know something that, the movie itself was pretty bad and he wasn't that good in it. The second Wonder Woman movie. Oh. Make a wish. It was a terrible character. Yes, it was a terrible movie, but Pedro Pascal is Pedro Pascal. He was still a great actor. He still acted well and stuff, (laughs) but what he was given was pretty bad. I mean, he made The Kingsman 2. Good. I, I still need to watch the Kingsman series. Anyway, we've got to sign off. It's time. <laughs> Sorry, I'll have Let the people go, go, Tom. I'm not bisexual or gay. I'll leave that territory to you. But, like, Pedro Pascal could turn me. I'm just saying. Fair enough. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> I'm, not here, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to argue. Oh, and that that was another reason why you would have loved Obi-Wan. Flea was in it. Yes. Hmm. That's one of the reasons why I love uh, The Mandalorian. Sasha Banks was in it. Another reason why you love Back to the Future. Flea is in it. Yes. Hmm. Anyway, (laughs) 
We're going to sign off. So, um, who else? Sorry. Anything with the peppers in it. Yeah. I love. Um, anyway, signing off for the fourth time. Um, <laughs> check us out on Twitter. Check us out on. Like, YouTube, if you've watched the show Patreon. before, you know where to find us. If you found this, you'll be able to find us just by looking in the description. We don't need to go through all that talking again. Yeah, it's uh, before IWC, either at or forward slash, before IWC, page on email, fucking uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that shit. All Check that in the comments. It's shit. not that hard to find. Yeah, exactly. If you really really want, just go to a previous episode and just fast forward to the end. Exactly. Especially on YouTube because then it gets our watches up, our views up. One audible. Like the Amazon book app. Are we on there? Yeah. One audible. I couldn't believe it. I was searching the other day. I randomly searched for our podcast and it came up. Like, motherfucker getting around it's even got the old episodes of my old show uh the full metal lockdown podcast and if you subscribe to our podcast you get all those for free as well mm. we've got we interviews start, with i just wish we'd hurry people. up and start getting some of that internet money exactly yeah anyway. yeah anyway i've been tom one treads uh, been shaky still J. shaky jay which doesn't make sense because I'm still and shaky. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't, uh, yeah. You didn't mind that one it's when pretty... you thought about it, did you? No, I didn't. It took me a second or two, but I got there. Hey, it's this has been episode thirty, part two. Yep. Starting season, season three. three, and we will be back, and we won't be giving it such a big break unless Tom tries dying again. Exactly. But yeah. I don't have a placement. This semester, so I'm not going into a kid-infested school. Mm, just <sighs> cut you in that hole and send that. you in. I'm I'm heavily vaccinated, and I still got the fucker. Yeah, your immune system would be fucked. Yeah, it is. Mm. Anyway, anyway, bye everyone. See ya.